0: Hi guys. Well, we have an extra guest again uh today. We have Sophie. She's um she's I think she needs a little TLC. I think she needs some extra love. She does. She What's needs going on, TLC? Sophie? She's oh. dog therapy, which is not all that unpopular. <laughs> it's kind of the right. rage right now. So I know. Today we are we actually are talking about um outgrowing relationships. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I think that a lot of people think because we've been um We've been programmed from a young age to, to think that there's our soulmate out there mm-hmm. or our best friend for life. Mm-hmm. And I really believe that we've been programmed to think that when people come into your life they stay forever. Yes. And it just doesn't happen mm-hmm. all the time. I mean, I think there are some people that will be with you for a lifetime, and we say this often, mm-hmm. season, reason, reason lifetime. lifetime. My favorite poem. Um but I know for me, when I went through my divorce, um, and we definitely outgrew each other. I was in—we were in our twenties when we got married, mm-hmm. and um, I think you just are a different person in yes. your twenties and then in your thirties, and then again in your forties, <laughs> right? And if you don't, if you aren't able to grow together, you know, I think that, that people grow, grow apart. apart. Yeah, and, and grow apart, like you said.
1: From business colleagues, grow mm-hmm. apart from your bestie. From I mean, your bestie from high school. That's a hard one to maintain. Yeah, you know, besties from college seemed a little easier, easier. because you kind yeah. of were on a similar path. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, besties from middle school, forget it. I mean, it's really really hard. tough. You know, I have those. I remember going through those losses with people that you. I kept saying for years but I've known her since I'm 12. Mm-hmm. And finally one day I woke up, I'm like, mm, but she's not the same. Right, like you right, are different, right. way
0: different.
1: different. And so I think it is, that's a great way of putting it, that mm-hmm. we're raised from the start with that mentality, that that's what we should do. Mm-hmm. And so it's hard for us to recognize, you know what, we're really different now. And it, it's not a match anymore, whether mm-hmm. it be marital, whether it be, you know, from a childhood friend and being able to step away from that without being mean, but just mm-hmm. recognizing that it's,
0: Not a match. Oh, whoops. So, just so you know, we have a hurricane. <laughs> no, no, not a hurricane. But uh, we have the door open here and it just... The uh, wind just took the it. The wind just took it open. <laughs> um, so, how do you... Because I feel like oftentimes what happens in these situations if you, is you have one party that wants to hang on. And you have one party that's like, I got to get out of this relationship. Right. Whether it's it's a love relationship or even a friendship. Mm-hmm. You know, there are... You know, I, I know when I was going through my divorce, I had some friends that we just we weren't compatible anymore because they were friends with my exes or they were the wives or the girlfriends or whatever of my exes. Mm -hmm. And so it just didn't work anymore. You know, and so we tried to hang on and be friends still, but it was really awkward and uncomfortable at times. And so how do you resolve that if you're the one that, you know, is trying to pull away and then the other one is, you know, wanting to hang on to the relationship.
1: So the theme for anything today that we've talked about has been communication. Mm-hmm. So for starters, you need to be able to be honest and just share how you're feeling. You know, Ooh, this that's isn't- that's so
0: hard. It's so <laughs> hard. But here's what Can't
1: you just stop calling them? Yeah. yeah or you can ghost them <laughs> right, and just delete right. everything, block <laughs> right. everything.
0: Peace you know, out. done.
1: Well, but here's the thing, it's so hard typically because we innately feel responsible for other people's People's feelings feelings. and at the end of the day people have a right to their feelings and our growth opportunity is to be able to set the boundary or do what we need to do and be compassionate Mm -hmm. but also let the other person feel what they need to feel and not take it back so here's Mm -hmm. a perfect example Let's say we're working on something last week. I think you had to cancel or something. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So it was like the day before you were like, Hey, I can't do it. If I, which I was fine, but if I would have felt disappointed and I would have said, Oh, I was really looking forward to it. And I was, then you would have taken it back. Back. Oh, okay. Let me make it work. And it's like, let me yeah. have my feelings.. Yeah. It's okay. Let if I'm you be disappointed. disappointed. Right. I'll get through it. it's not it's never killed anybody to date. right. Disappointment has never killed anybody. Yeah. So that so when you're about to embark on this, I would do a lot of self-talk about it is not my responsibility mm-hmm. how this person feels about our relationship ending. I have my yeah. own feelings about it. I've been in my own process. I've cried, I've talked, I've prayed, I've whatever. They're then going to go through their own process which is none of my business and not my responsibility and I can be compassionate but one of the things I would say I remember one of the most sacred relationships in my life and I can even talk about it like this because my husband I shared the story with him and he was like it was so cute he was like I really wish you would have ended up with him. It was like I was reading him a book and he was like oh what happens at the end oh I want them to get back together you know it's kind of like but then I wouldn't be with you. But it was a beautiful relationship that I had in college and I really felt like it was my soulmate of all soulmates. And I will say I have never had another relationship like that because I never, I was jaded after that. So like from the standpoint of before that, fairy tales could come true. Right. But when I lost it, I realized, you know what? There's a reality piece to this life thing, mm-hmm. and it isn't always a fairy tale. So I never quite loved with those naive eyes again, yeah. which did change future Relation. relationships. But we had, we were just. We really had that soulmate thing, and that connection, and we danced together. I mean, he worked for Arthur Murray Studios teaching dance, and I grew up dancing. So as soon as we met, we did every kind of dance together, from the swing to Latin dancing to country dance. I mean, we just had so much fun. He sang, I sang. Mm -hmm. I mean, we just shared so many things, and we were both emotional, and we both loved to laugh. We had a beautiful relationship, but he was very much of a drinker and a partier and used cocaine and Mm -hmm. all kinds of... you know um, vices that I grew up with addiction not gonna happen yeah
0: you're not going down that road (laughs) sorry you know
1: and he was in the restaurant business so he would often come home really drunk and so once we got like he did good at hiding it for the first couple years Mm -hmm. we were long distance long distance and then when we were in the same home and talking about marriage and all that and I would he would come home at 3 in the morning Mm -hmm. out of his skull or having been up all night doing cocaine or whatever it was like oh Oh, my god I didn't know So I remember I had to end that relationship, and one of the things that he kept trying, I mean, he was devastated, I was devastated, Mm -hmm. and he kept coming back to me, and one of the things that I felt like he kept doing was he kept wanting me to fix his pain. So he would come and be like, can you you give me a hug, can we talk? And finally I said, hey, I've got my own journey with this, Mm -hmm. I've got a therapist, I've got a best friend, Mm -hmm. I've got my mom, these are my supports. You need to get yours. I can't get you through this. Mm -hmm. I can't be your support. I'm walking out the door. Mm -hmm. So I can't also hold you when you cry. I'd love to. I'm crying too, but I can't be your support. And I think that that's fair. Even with a friendship to say, listen, I hear you. And to be there that first week when maybe somebody's like, I'm really struggling. Can we Mm -hmm. talk? Can we talk? Yes, we talk. We talk. We talk. Once we're done, whether it's a friendship or not, it's like, Okay, I need to set a boundary here. Mm-hmm. You're going to grieve. I'm going to grieve. You're going to have questions issued. You need to take those over there yeah. and get those people to help you with that. I cannot do it with you anymore right. because I'm not responsible and you have a right to do this, but it's too painful for us mm-hmm. to do it together, Yeah, you know, because I think a lot of people try to break up together. It's like... Uh, We're going to talk again, talk again, talk again, talk again. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right, right. Well, and you don't end up broken up, that's for sure, because, you know, you keep taking care of each other, you know, which is neither here nor there. But but if you really are sure that that's not what you want to do anymore, Mm -hmm. let them feel their feelings, Mm -hmm. but they can do it with someone
0: Mm -hmm. else. Yes, you know, they've got to find their support system. They, have you know, to. this is when I'm t- hearing you talk to. This is coming up for me too in parenting, mm. that we do that a lot, where we don't want our kids to hurt when we set our foot down or discipline them or set a boundary or say that's not okay, and then we see their reaction and then we want to fix it. Oh. So we either take it back or say, oh, but we can go to the store and buy you something <laughs> nice. Suppose. Yay! Yeah, You know, so I think we do it not just in, you know, love relationships, but also in our relationships with our children yes. that we, you know, we need to allow them to have, to their, process. have their process of being disappointed mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever emotion is coming up for them.
1: I love that you're bringing that up because if we can't do this and I, I people get stung when I say stuff like this, but let me tell you something, if you don't let your kid feel disappointment mm-hmm. ever, and you fix it every time, and then they're 19 and they get fired, or dumped or mm-hmm. both, they're gonna pick up they a chemical, because they yeah. don't know how to process it, and they now believe that they shouldn't be disappointed, right. and they shouldn't have that feeling, so then they should medicate it with their wine, or their pill, or whatever, mm-hmm let people feel it, let your kid feel their disappointment, and recognize, hey, I felt like crap for a week, then the second week I got out of bed, then the third week I went to the beach, mm-hmm. then the fourth week I was like, hey, she's cute. Mm-hmm. Like, let them understand, they'll get through it, there's a survival rate, we can process disappointment, we can survive loss, mm-hmm. we have an ability to get through this. If we don't learn that, then we just medicate it. Yeah. With food, shopping, sex, drugs alcohol and then many of us are at 40 50 years old trying to get sober Mm -hmm. because we don't know how to deal with a job loss yeah or a disappointment yeah or a divorce or a a change or whatever it is
0: absolutely um the other thing i think that is very difficult for people when you're talking about outgrowing relationships whatever that relationship is is being alone Mm. you know and i know because this is so hard for me um Is that being alone. And I've said this before. Sundays are always like. We're always the worst after the divorce. Because you just felt so alone. How do you. How do you. How do you process that. Mm -hmm. How do you process that feeling. Of just that intense feeling of of aloneness. Well I mean.
1: Gosh. Guilty as charged too. Mm -hmm. Like I've definitely had a lot of alone this year. And so. I wanna tread lightly here to be very respectful to how extremely painful it yes. is to fear being alone, to being alone, to intense loneliness. So it is it is an entity unto itself, but I want to liken it to, it's so familiar to me having two kids that have just kind of mastered driving. Mm-hmm. And I remember like the first time I ever took Hannah and I was like, oh, geez, this is, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, this is <laughs> not going to go well for anyone, you know, because it was so, she was like an alien. She's like, I'm like, don't you feel the car? And she's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, you know, feel yourself in this. You're seat. like, you and are not driving on 95. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I did. And it's like, don't you feel your car on the road? Like when I get in my car, I feel right. it on the road. I can feel it. I know exactly. Right. I'm not worried I'm going to go but off the road. you've ro- also been driving for three years. <laughs> right. yeah. Which is my point. Right that everything in life, including being alone, Mm -hmm. when I launched my kid to school, I was so lonely. Mm -hmm. I was so, actually I was fine for like two months and then wham, I got hit and then I was so lonely and like the week before she came home, I was like, I'm good, you know, like I started to feel like comfortable Mm -hmm. in my home and I started to feel like nice and happy that it was so clean. You know, I started, something started to shift inside me just in time for her to come home and put her stuff all
0: back <laughs> over my house. Mom, I got laundry.
1: <laughs> but my point is with everything we adjust and one of my besties was saying to me recently i don't know if i want to start dating because she said i am so good, good. she goes, was I like am my mom so good yeah. yeah and she said she finally adjusted to like Just her being own alone. time yeah.
0: so i not promise having to answer you, any, to anyone yes. yeah i promise
1: you we are adaptable mm-hmm. you know the lizard changes colors on the tree to keep itself alive we will adapt. Mm-hmm. We will adjust to the change, you know? And so I think that our tendency is I don't want to be alone, so then we grab things right. or we distract, or we stay busy. Stay alone. Like climb
0: into it a little right. bit. Or we stay in relationships that we shouldn't because we don't want to be alone. We don't want to be alone.
1: So what I'm saying to you is like if you're in that relationship that you're terrified to let go of, it probably will be the best thing that's ever happened to you. Mm-hmm. And I think that Like, even for me, my higher power was wrestling with me for years. Like, just take some time alone. I'm like, no, okay, I'm going to be alone. Hi, how are you? And then I would hook back up and have a date and whatever. Mm -hmm. And so it was really hard for me to be alone. And I know I've shared this story, but I was in a relationship with somebody who I never saw. I mean, it's comical, right? Right. Like, he's like, I'm going to see you soon, in a week, in another week, in another week. I was six months or four months, like, dating someone that I never saw. But it put me... Alone, right? Until I got to a place where I was so content mm-hmm. that I was able to go. You know what? Um, I'm good. Yeah, I don't need to do this. But what it did for me is it changed everything because anybody I met next, if you weren't gonna add
0: something to your life, then yeah. I can't
1: do it because if, you know. At the end of the day, I'm really good with my TV, with my remote, with my you know, with my yeah. kids, with my whatever. So even though it's difficult, I really encourage you to. Not over busy yourself, put your phone down, like try to just like, you have this beautiful backyard sit, just sit, read a book, you know, try not to distract from the aloneness because then you will get comfortable in it. Yeah. You know,
0: you know, that's interesting that you say that because I know for me, you know, my whole life has been go, go, go one thing, next thing, next thing, next thing. And when you are quiet and when Mm. you just sit And when you are alone, (laughs) it hits you like a ton of bricks, Yes, you know? And so if you can really just allow that to be, you know, for allow that to be and allow yourself to be, not do, but be, you will be amazed at how it changes everything.
1: Well, the tool for that is I remember when I was in therapy, I feel like I'm a hundred years old, but it was like 25 years ago. and i i well, did not go,
0: 100 just, just, <laughs> just to the left eye of her um,
1: but what happened was my therapist challenged me to take 20 minutes a day actually there's no way in hell she said 20 minutes she probably said 5 or 10 to start right. so 5 or 10 to start that i was to go home put my purse down and just sit mm-hmm. and do nothing and just like That's hard. breathe and back then we didn't have cell phones We did not have cell phones, right? So, Or we didn't have any tech, no technology. Technology. So if it rang, then I would answer it. But other than that, it had nothing else. So I had to go sit. And then every time it was like 15 minutes. Now do 20 minutes of, we call it in therapy, being with the tea. Like you have your tea and you be with your tea. Tea. And you taste it and you savor it and you're out on your porch and you listen to the birds. Have you ever done that just so many birds outside and they're
0: just talking up a storm. I did that after (sighs) yoga. There's a whole garden in the back of my yoga studio and just sit there and it's like don't get on your phone. Yeah. Don't feel like you have to go somewhere right now. You have nowhere to be. Just sit here and enjoy this garden with the birds and the butterflies and it was like it was amazing but we don't do that. I mean I'm I'm standing up eating like wolfing down food you know and it's like can I just sit down and enjoy my food, <laughs> you know? I Do I really have to be constantly doing on something? On the run. Yeah. I have a friend who t- taught me, and I just love it.
1: She's the coolest girl ever, but she, we were standing outside, and she said, you know, sometimes I just go out and I go, which one of you's got me? Which one of you trees has me today? Who's going to take care of me? Like, talking about how we're all connected, like, yeah. the universe, the cells, the, the earth, the sun, the wind, it, we're all connected. And she's like, and you know, like, one of the trees will step forward. Like I will feel a draw to one of the trees. Like I've got you. Like connecting to the universe and Mm -hmm. just really just being in time and space without distracting is so powerful. But none of us do it anymore because if we if we have a minute in traffic, we will check our Facebook.
0: (laughs) Right. You (laughs) know, I was talking to an Ayurvedic 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 Ayurvedic. Yeah, you're on your own. Oh, um, no. but um, she's a she's an ayurvedic uh, clinician she's, she's not a doctor but she does like ayurvedic treatments and she said when was the last time you actually went and hopped in the ocean and i was like i don't know it's been a while Long she time. Goes, you just need to like feel the ocean and just go and jump in the ocean and the salt water is so healing for you and i was like oh my god like i live a, Mile from the beach, yeah. And when was the last time I jumped in the ocean? I can't it's even been a tell. Year from it's been me. at, least, at, a least, a at least a year. At least a year.
1: Or put your feet like...
0: in the sand, right? And curl it underneath your
1: toes, right? And just feel the wind, the sea salt brushing mm-hmm. on your skin. How, when's the last time? I challenge anybody that you were aware of all five of your senses. senses. That you felt your legs on the chair and your hands on Sophie. We actually
0: did that in yoga the other day. Yeah. And it was like, you know, smell, smell Taste touch. in your mouth. Right. What are you
1: hearing? What are you seeing? What's on your fingertips? Mm-hmm. We don't even feel our legs on the chair most of the days. Mm-hmm. We don't even feel the shirt on our skin. Like, we're just
0: out of body
1: most of the time. Yeah.
0: You know, And that's why being alone is so hard. Because yes. we can't just be with ourselves. Yes. And, and when you really are able to do that and really get in touch with yourself, I think it gets easier. Oh
1: yeah, Yeah. anything, listen, anything you practice, I'm sorry, except tennis. I'm gonna say, I I just, I never did get good at tennis, but most anything you practice, present company excluded, you know, people that go to the gym, they go in, they're awkward, they're hurting, they're sore, they're tearing this, they're twisting that, but they go for a year and then you walk in and you go, whoa, look what, I mean, my daughter's been away at college. She started working out when she went back Christmas. She came home, I was like, like the things your body has done I mean she looks amazing you know and it's just so anything that you do over time you will adapt Mm -hmm. you will adjust and there's healing to be done there yeah
0: well you know when you make a change in your life whether that's a change in a relationship or whatever that that is a real healing time that is a time to heal
1: and what I can tell you is if you are afraid of being alone and that is your reason for staying in anything, mm-hmm. please don't. That That is a bad idea. bad idea. There's a book written years ago about questions. I wish I could remember the exact title, but as we've discussed, I never read it. <laughs> but I did peruse it. Right. And it's a beautiful book. And, and every question is like, am I making this decision out of fear mm-hmm. or faith? Am I making the decision? You know, that kind of concept. Like, yeah. what is the driving force? And if fear is your motivating force, it's yeah.
0: probably not, not the, right decision. the right decision. So true. Yeah. Oh, so true. All right. That was a good discussion. Sophie, how you Sophie feeling? Sophie does not feel alone feeling, right Sophie? now. She definitely does not feel <laughs> this alone. This dog has not been alone since she a came day. into this house. <laughs> a day in her life. She just wants love from everyone. Good for you. Right, and sometimes Sophie? we just need to be petted. Oh. Yes. All right. Well, everyone have a great day. And don't forget to leave us um, a comment, uh, show topic, ideas. Uh, Don't forget we're on YouTube. Go subscribe to our channel, What Your Friends Won't Tell You. We're on podcasts, Google Play, iTunes. We're on the Anchor app as well. So go listen if you can't watch. Yes. And what else are we? And ideas. Give us your ideas. Because
1: we want to talk about what you want to hear us talk about. Yes. Yes. So All right, everyone.
0: Know. Thank you, and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Bye. Bye.